Welcome to the new media show. We're back. Doing the new media show again. People are actually going to listen to this jump. We do it live. We're live right now. We'll just do it live. We're going live. We're going live. We just can't get enough. The new media show. Let's go. Just do it live. We're going live. We're going live. Bada bing, bada boom. The new media show. We do it live. Just do it live. We're going live. We're going live. We're going live. The new media show. I'm like Adam Curry, and you're more like John C. Dvorak. I think I am Adam Curry, and you're the old curmudgeon. We do it live on the new media show again. The new media show. Technology. We make it sound so special. And it is special. Welcome to the new media show, everyone. Hey, Rob, how you doing? I'm doing great, Todd. It's great to be here. So, you know, it's another... Another week of the new media show. I think we're well over 500 episodes now. I think we're pushing 600, right? Uh, no, I think we are. Uh, the number hasn't. Now, let me look at the official number. We're at 551. Yes, this will be 551. 552 today. Okay, so we got another year to go to hit 600. Then. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, and, you know, did you see the last show's album art? Yeah, I did. It, it was, was cool. It was pretty cool because I... Followed the intuition, and I named the last show AI Discriminates Against Black Podcasters. And then the image is uh, people that are protesting and almost okay. having a riot around what looks like a big computer bank. And uh, so I thought, oh, it did, did, did pretty good. And then uh, the video one was not as good. But anyway, it, 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 it sufficed. But I, I do have to say, we... We have some boost. Some boost have come in. To boost, uh, the boost have come in, and we we've had some. Rob, you have achieved getting some comments. I have. Yes, I've achieved. Yes, you have. Well, let's I've go. Reach some level of notoriety. <laughs> Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. It says Rob. <laughs> Steve says Rob. Just for clarity, Satoshi Sats are Bitcoin, same as cents or dollars. It's just a term. Not exchange, linked or other coin currency. Lightning is <coughs> lightning is off chain Bitcoin Bitcoin accounting, like a bar tab or business cash drawer relative to a bank account. Three hundred thirty three sets. We got. Okay, I think we're splitting hairs on that, but oh. that's okay. No, well, it is. It is Bitcoin. <laughs> it's you know. I know it's Bitcoin. I've always said it was, so it's all right. A hundred um, sets from uh, from weather underscore brain. Great content. Right. Dave Jones says, I show 14,049 megaphone feeds in the index. And I don't remember what we were talking about. This is what I get for not watching the live sats during the show. Uh, I think we were speculating at one point in a past episode about how many uh, feeds or shows are in megaphone. And oh. I, I just don't know that we knew an exact number. I think we threw out some. Some numbers. Okay, but. so fourteen thousand and forty nine sats for fourteen thousand okay, forty nine feeds. And yeah, then I think we maybe had mentioned a number like forty thousand or something like that. And yeah, I think uh, he's he's correcting us. Yeah, I, I never thought <laughs> I, I I didn't I kind of knew what the number was, but I don't ever want to like reveal all my sources. Well, uh, it's an interesting number actually yeah. to think about from the context of the hosting platforms. Yeah. You know, they are Megaphone has been a platform that has been fairly, you know, much an exclusive club. Yep, so, so that's they got that a explains lo a lot of why you see a fourteen thousand number versus yep. you know, you know, your platform and Lipson whatever yep. being in yep. the more than the eighty thousand range. 
So, so we're not you know, more than eighty thousand. We have we have eighty thousand use a variety of our tools. We don't have yeah 80, exactly across your whole yeah, yeah, whole yeah. tool set. Yeah. Right. It's the same thing with you know like Ellipson or a Podbean or whatever. They're all you know even even bus sprouts in that hundred thousand range too. As far as you know shows that people are publishing in there. I mean, there's a lot of accounts in all these platforms. It's the same thing with Spreaker too. They've got a lot of accounts, but right. a lot of them are really full podcasts. That's or right. Doing, doing very much. Yeah, right. There's, there's so. over 600,000 user accounts on Blueberry. Right. And that are classified as podcasters, but that site's been online for a while too. So a lot of those accounts haven't been logged into for years. So it means nothing. Right. And if you, yeah. And if you think about the numbers that we see every week is that there's only like 200,000 shows yeah, that yeah. are actively updating every week, that kind of gives you a, yeah. you know, kind of a broad picture of what's happening so, in the media. So that, that, all these that, that, that number means nothing, you know, right. right. And especially the 4.4 .4 million right. shows right. really means absolutely nothing. Right. Dave says, uh, 12,000 says, come on, Todd, we all know the reason Blueberry closes at noon on Fridays, so so y'all can listen to Podcasting 2.0 at 1230. Right. And well, I'm sure you know, I do, I do get that advantage now you, that I'm able to, to listen uh, when they come online. But And then here's the, Adam Curry came in with 10,000 sets. AI is like talking to an intern. Quote, quote of the show. So, uh, Anyway, so yeah. we, we, we did have some activity. Well, that's kind of how you thought about AI. I, I know a few months ago, that's that's how you gloat about yeah, it. Well, yeah. I don't need to hire uh, an assistant uh, now because I have chat GPT. Although right? just before the show, I said, I might have to hire an assistant now because, you know, <laughs> we'll, we'll be honest with you. What it is, is we did hire somebody that's been with the team for a long time yeah. uh, that's been part-time and we brought her on full-time and we just got, we just got a lot to do. And, uh, part of it's also because we've been testing a bunch of tools. Um, I'm not going to mention the tool, but I'm about to write a very big check. I mean, a very big check for a tool, a, che a check. I don't normally write <laughs> for a third party tool that for, you're going to integrate or something a third or party tool. We're going to use use in yeah. the platform. Okay. Yeah. And and not so it, is it more of a back end thing it's going it to be kind of it's going to be it's going to be for blueberry it's not for the podcasters this is a uh, got it got yeah, it. it's for, a tool that you're using right. as an organization to better manage your business okay right. so it. yeah and that one was like you know go to the board and say hey i i i need a check with this many zeros on it you know and it, it, you know and you know three meetings later and you know uh, much discussion, so yeah, but it, there's some there's some really really cool stuff out there. And, so is uh, it? I can I can poke and prod you on this one a little nope, bit. Nope, um, nope, nope. Can it? Be <laughs> nope, because it's top secret. You got to go find it yourself. Oh, okay. I, I was going to use some generic acronyms nope. to describe go, what go. it could be. <laughs> I'm not I'm not making any commentary whatsoever. Uh, oh, okay, but I'm, you it, did though, right? But that's okay. Yeah, we'll let you off the hook here. <laughs> So anyway, the, um, uh, I, I've been testing and mm -hmm. continue to have a little bit of fun and there are, I'm sure at, at podcast movement, we're probably going to see a dozen vendors there that are going to be promoting to podcasters, their, their wares, 
And I don't want to get too far oh, into the AI. That's what everybody does, doesn't they? Yeah. Don't they? I don't want to get too far <laughs> into the AI piece, but I just want to uh, explain the process I'm using currently. Mm-hmm. Just so everyone understands. And it's not the publishing process it's, utilizing some AI tools. It's, it's, it's uncomplicated. Okay. Uncomplicated. It, it truly is. Um, well, that should be what, what the results are, right? right? It's uncomplicated. Right. So right. because I don't get my transcript until the way I work and the other people that work differently, if you get your transcript before you publish your episode, then you can flip the script on how I do this. But what I do is let's just take my tech show. My tech show, I, I pick one, I, I'll cover 30 topics in my tech show. Mm-hmm. I'll pick my lead story. Yeah. And then I will take that article from that lead story and I'll put that in chat GBT. And I have a script that I have written. I've refined my, my script. Mm-hmm. And basically I ask it, give me 10 titles, write me a summary with so many words. Give me a keyword, mm-hmm. SEO associated keyword with that summary. And because I use Yoast, I say, give me a maximum of 143 character summary of the summary. Right. So I get four things. I get 10 mm-hmm. titles. I get a summary. I get a keyword, mm-hmm. usually one or two words. And I have to tell it to minimize it or give me five. And mm-hmm. I get a Yoast summary. So. I take that data mm-hmm. and along with the article that I have referenced and I'll pick a title, copy the summary, do my own editing, basically personalizing it, make some personal commentary at the beginning and the end, get it really kind of cleaned up. Um, and then I will, uh, oh, I also ask it to create me a description of a visual description of the summary. So the the summary that I've asked, I give me, so I actually get five things, title, Mm -hmm. 10 titles, summary. I get uh, the keyword, I get the Yoast summary and I get a visual description. The visual description is not great, but sometimes it gives me enough ideas to get the, to get a a image out of mid journey. So then I go to mid journey and I try to get a image that looks right. Meanwhile, the episode's uploading. And, um, as soon as an episode's uploading, I usually have the base done of, of the post mm-hmm. and I'll go ahead and hit publish. Now, the way the blueberry system currently works is because we work in a, we create the a closed caption file, um, immediately after the show is published. So we've got the last master of the audio to create mm-hmm. the summary from, to create the closed caption. At the same time, I get a text version of that delivered to our management system. So Mm -hmm. about three to four minutes after I've hit publish, and if it's basically first out there and the podcast is is published, is I'll get the transcript. Now, if you get your transcript before you publish your episode, you could take your transcript then, and I'm using currently, I'm using Claude. Mm -hmm. And I tell Claude AI, uh, to, this is the new way I've done it. I said, pick the top 10 stories. You pick the top 10 stories from this post or from this transcript 
and write right. me summaries for those top 10 stories. And then if you look at what's come out recently on Geek News Central, and we'll try this today with this show. We'll see what, what if it's able to discern because it's easy to discern because I'm changing topics dramatically from article to article. Mm -hmm. But if you look at Geek News Central's latest post, my headline was Google enhances online safety. And then it gave, I've got my summary along with my, and then I put in here top, top story summaries and it gives me Title summary, title summary, title summary, title summary, title summary, title summary, all the way down. Mm -hmm. And then I get information about the sponsor. And I'm going to reformat this page now because of the way I'm doing this, it's laid out a, not quite the way I want it. And then at the bottom is I have all the corresponding links and time hacks that go along with the content. So when you click on those links, does that activate it, the player? It does. It'll or, jump to that place in the player. So right. what I've done now is I've taken what I used to have of just a paragraph or two of show mm -hmm. notes, and now I have much richer, a much richer summary. Now I have to edit every one of these. I have to look at so Google improving just make tools. Sure they're accurate. To, yeah, to make sure it's right. accurate, make sure that there's nothing been in there weird. But again, I tell Claude, I say. Do not use external sources. Only use from what I have discussed in this text. So you have to be explicit about that and describe that, or is that yes, built into I, well, your algorithm? That's what I tell it. I, you know, because I'll say, please write, uh, pick the top to in, and I say, only use, don't use external sources. I don't know if it will, but I'm telling it not to. And then I get these 10, these 10. So again, we have to remember one thing. They're saying, Tom, why are you doing this? I'm not doing this for the audience. You're That's doing it for Google. Doing it for Google. Right. Or Bing or whoever. Or whoever, right. right. I'm not doing this for the audience. So that's the key takeaway here. Quit thinking about your blog post is something your audience this is for discovery. This is to build better. Well, that's your ultimate goal. Ultimate goal. To, yeah. Is to better, better connect with the search results. So right. ultimately what's going to happen is, and this is where podcasters are going to, have to be very, very cognizant and businesses too. Search is changing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All you have to do is go look at Bing and you can see how it's changing. Right. So and Bing is the best example right now to go see where this is all going. So if you don't want to be eliminated, mm -hmm. you, you have to now start feeding the language model. And this mm -hmm. is for survivability two years from now. Yeah. I started, Todd, I've been, I, I've been trying to, over the last couple of days, I've been trying to train chat, chat GPT. Um, more and more just about me. Right. Because uh, it, it doesn't seem to have a very good uh, grasp well, of every time who you, I am. Every time you right. take and start a new chat, you erase the field. So you have to stay in the same chat. And to teach it about you, you have to stay in the same chat thread. Yeah, but the question, and this is what I've been testing it, is whether or not it remembers. 
Yeah. So if I were to come back in a couple of days later, do an entirely different query. Oh, no, it won't. Um, it won't. Well, I've seen it. I've seen it learn. I've seen it learn um, a little bit. It doesn't always spit out the whole picture. Right, right. Um, and it will very quickly and easily default back to, well, my data set's only from 2021 right, 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 and all this right, kind right. of stuff. But it will give you a little bit of teaser from some of the new information. It will actually tell you uh, when you give it new information. So let's say you give it your resume. Right. right Just right. say you, you put it in and say, you know, add add this to Rob Greenlee's, you know, index profile or yep. however you want to term it and it'll go through and it'll scan it and it will summarize it. Um, it'll rewrite it itself to some degree after you do that, but it will thank you for giving it the information. And what I've seen p- subsequent days afterwards is that if you do specific queries about certain aspects of that resume, it will pull back the information from that resume. So um, in a specific reference. So this is going to be the ultimate goal mm-hmm. for me is the tech show's not going, the tech show, you know, it's, it, the better is the thing to do is almost ask a question and answer or say, right. what has Google done to an, uh, enhance online safety tools? That should be, that's almost what the title of the episode should be. Versus Google right. enhances online safety tools because people are going to be Googling, Googling what has Google done to improve online safety tools. Right. And if you're a, if you are a source that is trusted, you mm-hmm. may end up as the part of the quote that the language model will look at later on and maybe link to you. So if you're right. now doing a single, let's say you like this show, we talk about three, four topics typically on the show. How do I get what we've talked about during the show to a 1500 word blog post? Description. Right. That goes along well, with it. Not 500 words, 1500. Well, that's what you do with right. this episode every week now is you get a summary output. But, right. but the summary output in currently we're only getting about maybe last show we get, you have to do the word count four or 500 words. Yeah. It wasn't that big. Do you and really want to have too much more than that? Yes. Because things have changed. For Google. For Google. Google. But the key is it has to be good content and it has to be, it has to be, okay, so what I did on GNC and again, I'm experimenting on my own SEO here. So, you know, I, if I do this wrong, I'll make sure everybody knows I screwed myself. Is what Google, if you think about Google and some of the top ranking search pages, you get these very long articles that talk about this, this, and this. And usually, let's be kind of frank, most people probably only read the first yeah. page of data. They don't get too deep into the meat. Well, that's... That's where my question comes from is that once you get beyond about 500 words, you've probably lost. It's, it's kind of like long form content sometimes. You get, yeah. But you get a lot of people listening to the first half, but not the last. Right. Half. So again, I think that it's an experiment over time, whether or not this extra right. metadata is going to make a difference. It may um, make a difference to Google, but it, it may. may not make a difference to it won't humans. Make, yeah. And right. humans, we don't care because. Well, the, you do ultimately. Well, the, right? we want yeah. them, for me, I want them to get to the website and click play yeah. or cl- right. follow or subscribe. Exactly. That's, that's the goal. 
that's that's the result aspect of this. I don't know, Todd. Have you gone and played with um, um, the the Bing search capability yeah. that has the integration with yeah. uh, Dolly? And yeah, it's 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 okay. You know, again, I I don't know about you, but I got into a conversation with the AI at one point uh, where it was probing me questions. Well, that's a little weird. It was like saying, "Well, you, you, you tell you, me, tell you, me a little bit more about this part of what you're inquiring." Yeah, because was about. it's trying to build a better. Because it's about the prompting. You have to learn. My prompt well, now is about. No, it was no. My point is, is it was prompting me. I know, to but give it a better prompt. But that's right because you didn't write a good enough prompt. So well, yeah, but that that's all. That, that's that. That's not exactly. You know. That's. This That's is, not a solid um, comeback on that well, because yeah, it is. Um, because it's very subjective, right? What's that may be the prompt that you wanted to create. It may not, you know, and it's prompting it, you for more, if you more want information, you, but you may not have thought about it even considering that information. If you want, if you want demonstrated results again and again, again, for a repetitive task, you have to write a good prompt. Yeah. But how does the, the, uh, how does the AI know what's what's good or what's better I, I or don't, what's worse? I never let it take its own data. I feed it data. That's the difference. I, I'm not arguing that point, but but the AI is is just probing for information based on what you gave it, no matter what you give it. Right. Well, it then, should anyway. Well, then that's anyway. that's that's a problem. Why is that a problem? It's it's taking what you've given it that maybe will always be imperfect. But I don't want and, it. I don't want it pulling to be, out finer details based on its intelligence. I don't want it to be injecting stuff that it thinks it knows. Well, that's why it's asking you. It's looking for that information so it can be more oh, accurate. Then, then again, you didn't give it a good enough prompt to begin with. Well, okay, <laughs> we're in a we're in a uh, similar scenario. Again, again, I, but the problem the, the problem yeah. with that is, yeah. Well, then we'll see what happens. Again, I'm just telling you my process. And as soon as something starts asking me questions, then I'm going to get suspicious. Why? Why? Why does it need that when I have given it the data that I want it to work on? Well, that's that's another question, which is, um, do we want to limit AI's ability to do what it's told, or can it have some intelligence itself and delve deeper into those topics that well, you have? If it delves been able deeper, to, if it delves to fully fully communicate if it delves deeper then that means it's pulling from its information and putting something on the screen not, ne not so, necessarily uh, it's okay. it, it's it's probing your head to to create i guess i guess what you can say is a better prompt well again i'm using this for a use case and creating the blog post right. for a podcast episode uh, i'm no, not I gonna i'm not gonna get into the use cases of doing research well and all this that's other stuff. Yeah. that's a that's probably a different use case. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're using this AI just to pull information out of a transcript, right. and that's that's a different use case than right. actually having a conversation with the AI and delving into a topic of, you know, the the human survival and the age of AI, <laughs> right? Having that conversation with the AI is going to be one where there's going to be a back and forth as well. Well, the human survival is of your job is what's important right now. <laughs> And being able to write great prompts and be the subject matter expert. I think we're a few year, years off from um, no. mass amounts of people no. losing their jobs. I'm so. getting emails, people that listen to my tech show that says, 
outside of the United States, there's already mass firings happening. Yeah, but is that happening for economic reasons or is that happening because of AI? It'd be happening because of AI. And you can't kind of somewhat can't separate those things entirely. Um, so, well, when a company fires copy editors, copywriters. Well, okay, for code. certain type of jobs. Yeah, of course. Those are going to be specifically to what AI does. Well, they're right? going to be can, they're going to be gone. And knowledge workers. Again, those were knowledge workers. Well, it's, yeah, it's so automation is coming. Right. So, you know, uh, people that are, have been doing freelancing out Mm -hmm. and basically doing nothing but being content writers, they better find it better, better hurry up quick or they're going to be extinct. Well, it's going to be copy editors, not writers. Because they're going to still have jobs for a while. uh, Well, the people (laughs) that are the subject matter experts, if you are not a subject matter expert in the content you're creating, you better not use these tools. You better, you better be very careful on the output that these tools give you if you are not the subject matter expert of. Well, that's, that's kind of my point is that you need to have enough expertise to be able to edit these things. Right. And take to make that. sure that they're, they're accurate yeah. representation of you. If you're going to use these to put them out there, right. they need to be um, edited. You know, and who's going to edit the edits? And, you know, I mean, I'm well, already seeing this, and I've mentioned this on the show before, is that you output from chat GPT or any of these tools, and you run it through Grammarly, and Grammarly rips them apart. So well, it's... Grammar is... I'm seeing 90 percentile scores by Grammarly. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's not bad. Yeah, it's not it's just, bad, but, you know, that's it why... Definitely it definitely wants to rewrite things. So yeah. that's the that's the problem with transcripts. You don't want to run them through Grammarly. Oh, no. Grammarly's going to change everything no, you said. No, 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 But Right. But yeah. again, again, this is... This is... Okay, for what I'm doing, I would mm-hmm. have never done before. It took right. too much time. Why yeah. would I launch? Why would I write... Okay, one of the stories I covered on my Monday show was PayPal launches a new U.S. dollar-backed stablecoin. That wasn't my headline, but I would have never wrote PayPal launch a new cryptocurrency stablecoin called PYUSD. It is backed one-to-one by the U.S. dollar. So $1 of the PYUSD equals one U.S. dollar. Users can buy, sell, hold, transfer coins within PayPal system. Stablecoins attempt to provide the benefits of crypto with less volatility. So that came from my transcript. I would have never wrote that, but that's what I said. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I mean, there's been hundreds of episodes of this show that have never been summarized. Never, text. never right. been summarized. 550 and shows have never been summarized. We could be called called to the carpet for things that we said much more easily. <laughs> well, believe me, be careful I'll, what you say. Todd. Yeah, I'll be editing. Don't worry. But it's, I. But if it's going to go in the AI, but, and it's going to be part of our our. Our history, but our if work you, history. But if you think about this, for three or four years, maybe even five years, Google has been taking and creating summaries, creating this already oh, within yeah. their own internal platform. Actually, I think Apple's been doing it too. Apple and and Google and so if what have what companies. have they been doing with those summaries? That's the question I've always asked. Well, they always said it was to generate better search results. Well, is it maybe is it being fed into their 
language model. Who knows what it's being well, fed? Apple's Apple's going to have an AI platform. Yeah, they're going to they, stuff. Their stuff's going to be tied to specific things that you do with their tools. I, it's the same thing that Microsoft's so, doing too. That they're tying it to individual products and things like that. But but yeah, I, but but all these big tech companies are going to have big language models and. Um, graphics models and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it's so, it's going to be crazy over the next couple of years. So to ultimately, see out. I want I want to be able to train this thing to create chapter files too. So you know, that's kind of my next experiment that's coming up. Is mm-hmm. I'm going to say within the transcript, okay, write me a chapter file. Give me the time hacks, the topics, and I'll have the links already. Give me the time hacks and the topics mm-hmm. of when this occurred and write a, that in a summary output and see if I can get close to having my chapter file data kind of preempted and get the time hacks pretty close. Because now I pay Kirk to go through my show, find those break spots, write the time hacks down, and then come back behind after the show's produced to create the chapter files that go into these apps at podcastapps.com. So... Mm-hmm. So the AI does that, but they don't generate the links to the player. That has to be. Well, they don't. Right. Well, they, if, as long I can, I've taught it already as an, okay. As an example, Mm -hmm. um, Kirk, who does my pre-production, he creates, um, in WordPress, Mm -hmm. the, um, the title of the topic and the Mm -hmm. hyperlink going to, the article. So I have that all in my, well, it, uh, let me show you. For those of you that are watching, these, these time hacks that are in here, um, so bef- when this show's published, all of these links, PayPal, Bing, Mr. Beast, the next CEO of Tesla, all these links are already in the show notes when I get ready to publish the episode. He's already got that preloaded in there for me with those hyperlinks. And then he comes in behind and adds the time hacks to these articles. Mm-hmm. And so what I want to happen is Just have the AI generate the right, right, generate the time hacks. So how do you get the AI to, to, to know, is that a prompt? Well, I just have to prompt it. It's something I haven't experimented with yet. So because I have a, an actual closed caption piece with second by second time tracking, it should be able to tell me, it should be able to take that file and say, okay, here's the, here's the, here's the hash mark. And if nothing else, all I would have to do is take that data and maybe I still have to send to Kirk and he QAs it, but maybe it gives him a little easier way to get through because it probably takes him a half hour to an hour to get these chapter marks done that I pay for. I can save him 15 minutes by being able to jump. It's time he's going to get back and we'll just let the tool, you know, get the rough for me and then we'll, we'll go from there. So again, this is all experimental stuff, but the key, the, the challenge is, is getting, well, let me tell you what else I do. So he's written these out, right? So I, I, when I go to YouTube and YouTube will not take HTML. YouTube will only take um, basically title and uh, so let me go over here. Let me get to the last. Uh, it's a security vulnerability for them. Yeah. So, well, um, they'll list the links. 
don't get me they'll they'll do the link so if if you if we look here yeah i can put in um irs will let users tack file taxes on the full path and it's a dash in the full path and they will show that in the in the episode information that is all linked in the episode information where does that go when you click one of those links it'll it'll, it'll go to the it'll go to the content so if I actually load that up, if I load that up in, in YouTube or yeah, it'll go. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So if I load that up and I go, okay, so that, that must be generated by YouTube then. See, no, look at that. See right there. Right. But it, it won't okay. let, it won't let me create. And that's a clickable hyperlink that will not. So basically what I've done is he's done the work already. He's actually got an HTML on the, on the blog. But mm-hmm. what I do then is I have chat GPT strip the HTML and give me title link, title link, title link, title link. So basically I'm able to put the hyperlinks. I never would do this for YouTube before because it took too much work. I would right. have to write the, write the title, put the link. Well, he's already done that in pre-production for me. So mm-hmm. I just have it strip the HTML and give it to me that way. So it's just these little things that, and that's why it's taken now about 15 minutes longer to produce the show notes is because I'm doing these extra steps, a stuff that would have took hours and hours and hours. So yeah, right. I, it's a, it's a high value time. Right. You're saying. So, right. you know, and maybe you guys are tired of hearing about this stuff, but I'm just telling you the little tricks I'm using to try to up my game in, in basically having a more, a more polished, show notes yeah, for Google yeah. to chew on. Again, the content is this, this content that everyone's listening to is what they come for. They don't mm-hmm. care about the links. Right. To change the subject a sure. little bit here, Todd, I thought it was amusing as I think about you in the context of your history, which most people don't know your full history and the things that you've worked on over the past. But uh, I saw in the news, ACAST, basically announced that they're enabling real-time podcaster and advertiser collaboration uh, with this new ad collab with uh, Hostery Dads. <laughs> Did you see this? Yeah. And and it harkens back to my memory of the platform that you built like 15 years ago that kind of did, did a similar thing. It still does. It still does? Okay. Yeah. So you're still actively using it in your platform? When we have ad deals come through. Absolutely. So. I mean, did you see this? Is it? I haven't. Like I haven't looked carbon, at. I haven't looked at their tool. Carbon copy but, but, of what, but, but we what didn't, you were doing. But essentially, what we did, the way that our platform worked was, I would put in. Okay, example. They they come to me and say, uh, an advertiser can come to me today. Say, Todd, we want to reach these types of shows. Mm-hmm. So I go into our com uh, our campaign advertising management system, mm-hmm. <laughs> and cams. And I put in this criteria and it, it gives me a list of shows that, right. that meet the criteria. And I do that. And then I pick the shows. It adds it to the campaign. Um, mm-hmm. We produce that list that goes back to the advertiser. The advertiser, it, it, usually this is kind of the sequence. The advertiser looks the shows over and signs off on them. And then we use the system to email the podcasters and say, hey, here's the deal. Mm-hmm. Come into the system, review the requirements. 
Here's the terms. Here's the copy. Here's the frequency. Here's the start date. Here's the end date. This is how much it's going to pay. If you agree, click here and mm-hmm. you've signed the contract and you're off to the races. Um, yeah. Yeah. So when did you build that, that, that tool talk? Cause I, I was just reading this ACAST thing. It says this platform enables uh, podcast hosts and potential advertisers to collaborate in real time to create host read sponsorships. 2007. So, yeah. This, this new product simplifies the podcast host read sponsorship buying process for podcasters and advertisers and they, the sales they, team alike. They figured out that they can't scale. Well, that's, that's what everybody's been trying to solve, right? Is the scaling issue around host reads. And I've had that since 2007. I know. Right. But you, but everybody has the same problem with this is that podcasters don't answer their emails. That's right. (laughs) I've had, and I set rules up. Basically, right. you know, if you don't re- you get cut off, you, if you don't well, answer within you 72 hours, 72 hours, right. 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 They come right. in and say, Oh, that offer's gone. Yep. It was, you had a 72 hour limit to respond to your email. That deal's done. So it's that's already a question shipped. that I have for ACAST. Does ACAST have that response oh, sh- limit? Sh- sh- don't, don't tell them. Don't tell them about it. They have to find the hard way. <laughs> and then there was, and, yeah. and, and then that's why I had, that's why there's a separation now at Blueberry. If you've agreed that you'll check your email every day looking for right. an email from us, we will yeah. give you a higher percentage of the advertising dollar. If you've agreed, you'll little, respond in. Little gamification going on if there you re, if you respond within 24 <laughs> hours of the inquiry right. you'll be a 70 percent rev share if you get a little gold star too if you're under if you respond outside of 24 hours to the ad deal mm-hmm. it's 50 percent. right so we we cut your your commission just because you are not looking at the email mm-hmm. for us because what happens is you know how this works friday at two o'clock my phone rings Hey, Todd, it's the 23rd. I got to move $10,000 worth of inventory in the next five days. Can you help me out? Yes, I can. Over the weekend. Over the weekend. (laughs) I want to launch this immediately. Like launch it tomorrow. Yeah. And there's been, there's been some sketchy <laughs> things that have gone on under those circumstances before, <laughs> you know, that people's trying to spend the rest of their budget because someone else right. didn't move it. Right. I love right. those calls because I'm like, we'll just have to include this in an extra five more shows, but the client didn't know about it. <laughs> you know? So it's just like, uh, yeah. Right. And they don't, you know, just go run, blast off, take care of it for right. me. Spend, do the spend, you know, those, I love those. Yeah. yeah. I just load them up. Right. And, and and go run it run it three times instead of two times. Well, no, right. we only yeah. run. We don't run that way. You know, <laughs> I know don't. you don't. But so some have done that. I've seen it firsthand uh, happen in the so, past. So it's it's my long past. You know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, good. <laughs> yeah, they're having it. They're trying to figure out how they can scale yeah. beyond ten shows. Well, if they 20. have to hit a certain impression, right, in a certain time frame, right. If they don't hit that impression number in that certain time frame, they don't get paid the full campaign. That's right. What it they really only get down paid. To. They only they lose out on money. Right. So there's a big incentive to say, well, we're going to hit that deadline no matter what. But you and still have to have you still have to have either you. I won't tell you. Okay. There's. Now I won't even say anything. Acast has to learn the hard way. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. But yeah, you got to count on. 
you know, them paying attention to the, to the email you sent them. And it does appear that this, this tool is biased towards, um, dynamically inserted host reads. So yeah. that's, I think that's the game that they're playing here. So it isn't the true organic, you know, yeah, live well, read type of yeah. situation. Yeah. Though but, it could be, I, I just don't know if the tool enables live The, the problem with that is then you're adding an extra step. You, you, that podcaster has to fire a studio up. Right. And record these spots. And upload them. And upload them. Right. Then they still have to do their show. And, and if still, it isn't, then they're going to have to, and it doesn't explicitly say this difference. Um, all it talks about is booking a host read campaign. All it says, so it doesn't really talk about this differentiation between whether it's pre-recorded or live read. Right. I don't see a differentiation in the press release here. Because before, and we've talked about this a hundred times on the show, we used to have 500 shows on an ad campaign because it took 500 shows to move the volume. <laughs> yeah, right. And then on the other the end, old days. And on the other end, I oh, automated my. the payment system too. So everyone got paid by PayPal. And the money would come in. We would verify all the numbers. We'd put it into the system. Matter of fact, it was all automated. And all I had to do was go, push a button, and everyone would get their PayPal payment. I didn't have to do individual. It was everyone's PayPal. I had everyone's W9s. I had everything in the system to be able to, because we were only five people. Well, matter of fact, who, what, what was I? I was running sales. I was running ad ad campaigns I, I, I was wearing five hats we didn't have a team yeah. so we had to have a system that made it easy so i have no more hair <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i don't know i mean there's a lot of details about how this new system works that they they um launched here well and as you get into the details of this right of they should have called me they could have licensed mine <laughs> yeah, it's already yeah built. The, because the truth of the matter is the host reads the devil's in the details and i think oh. anybody that's been around uh long enough realizes that so there's advantages of doing the pre-reads uh, uploading definitely enables you to have more flexibility on um hitting those impression targets yeah um if it's pre-recorded then if it's baked in if it's baked in you're kind of baked in right yeah you, your outcome is fixed based on the variability of episodes that are um, listened to or published. Right. Dave Jones says 10,000 sets, the pick P I C it's is shedding its sales guy. Hmm. Oh yeah. That, that might be that, that that's interesting. Yeah. Todd, did you hear that the podcast Academy just launched their own podcast for the first time? No. Wow, good. They're it's called pre- Podcast 360. Wow, okay. It's going to have different hosts and different guests Ooh, pretty much every week. That's going to work out well. How do you do that? A lot of scheduling and coordination, I would say. Yeah, okay. Well, we'll see how, we'll see how the, the show is. You going to get us over there so we do an episode of it? It says it launches, right. It launches, uh, I guess, yesterday or something like that. And it has a different host and a different interviewee each week. Hmm. 
And the show features podcast company founders interviewing each other as they answer three questions all about podcasting. I don't know what the three questions are yet. I guess we'll have to tune in to find out. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're, we're fast approaching podcast movement. Yeah, we are. I it's going to be here. Dan is Dan Franks is going to join us after. Okay. So it's, it's uh, too, too busy. It's uh, you know, I just, Mackenzie mentioned that I'm going to go ship stuff. I'm like, what you're shipping. They have a warehouse you can ship to early and get everything in there. But, um, yeah, yeah it's right around the corner here. Uh, and I'm just like, I've got, it's, it's never ending. You know, <laughs> when you, when you're, when you have a, <laughs> when you're, when, uh, when your dev team says, Hey, <laughs> we're running short on task. <laughs> you're like, Oh my God. <laughs> you know, you're, you've already, you, you know, you, and you've got your production team at full tilt. And then, then, uh, four of us are going to be out for a week. You're like, how am I going to keep up? You know, so yeah. The how many folks are you bringing to podcast movement this time? Uh, we'll have uh, well, we have one gal who's already in Denver, so she's going to come. Okay, and then actually, uh, two people that already live in the Denver area, so they're going to come, and then it'll be uh, Mike and I, Mike and I, Kathy and Ben. So uh, four total. Okay. Yeah, that's a good crew. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see, see how things go at the event. Uh, of course, uh, heard this hotel sold out. So that isn't, I wonder how many rooms that was. I don't know what the block size was. Yeah. Um, but when the hotel sells out, that's a pretty good sign. It is a good sign. So th- I guess th- there's a couple of spillover hotels that are fairly close. So if you haven't booked your hotel there, there's options. Yeah. It's just not in the same facility. But in in the same facility is kind of expensive, so maybe that maybe being offsite might be a little bit right. easier on the pocketbook. So yeah, yeah that that at that venue is ne- never expensive. It's the same company as that they had the one in Nashville, I believe. It's the same. Yeah, I think company. it's the, I think it's uh, Marriott, right? Oh, I'm not sure. No, I, I think I think all all the hotels that they've been doing their their events at have yeah I been don't. on the. Bonvoy app. Oh, okay. Yeah, it probably is. So that's nice. I'll get some points <laughs> while I'm there. <laughs> they don't usually add up to much though. That's well, the you know, I've been, you know, whatever it is, double diamond or whatever their highest status is for years. Oh, you have? Well, oh, yeah. the, because I locked it in when, when I was oh. basically in 2004, I was essentially living at a residence in, in Waco, Texas for months at a time. So once you acquire so much, so much status yeah. you just you get to keep it it's not like i'm staying 60 nights a year in a hotel anymore um yeah that's true none so, of us are doing that as much as we no, used to no no not at all i was traveling a lot in the past it's not doing as much at all i am definitely not going to make my hundred thousand miles with united this year unless some something yeah i've lost me. my my premium status yeah. already yeah so i i care what saved me last year was going to Riyadh. that pushed me over so unless, oh, unless there's a long flight, well, yeah. it was also first class too. So those were some serious points for the, for the distance, you know? So, yeah. um, if I, unless we can catch one of those gigs again, I'm not definitely not going to make status again this year. Yeah. But you know, it's, it's kind of a weird time in podcasting right now. Um, 
if you follow the the news about what's going on. So you're seeing this convergence of um, companies coming out saying that their revenues up and they're they're growing and all right, this kind of stuff. Right. And then there's other other reports that are saying, well, this this uh, festival canceled their podcast at the last minute. And so you're seeing this kind of, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just like a, like a mixer of conflicting news. Some, sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad all at the same time. It's, there isn't just a general trend line that I feel other than there's just fewer new shows being made. You know, it comes at the end of the month, every month I, you know, I look at the report is the green line above the red line. And And I uh, heard even said that their, their numbers are up. Um, their yeah, podcast no. re- re- revenue is 97 million up 12.9%. Okay. 25% quarter on quarter. Okay. And I uh, mean, then it means I think that you saw the same thing with a cast. Then too. it means, they, they then saw, it means people got, are listening. Well, it also means that, uh, that the layoffs worked, <laughs> that they, they're more profitable. Of course, it doesn't actually say they're more well, profitable. Well, they didn't say it how much says they that lost. More revenue. Yeah, yeah, more it just revenue. says more revenue. But is that inflated dollars or is that? <laughs> but even though ACAST made money, right. wasn't their stock getting delisted? Well, it was getting down to potentially being delisted. I don't know that it ever ultimately was. But 21 or something that. like that? Yeah, it was pretty It was pretty low, I think, there for a while. Might be a buy opportunity there. Yeah, they seem to be doing a lot of interesting stuff in the podcasting space. No question. They seem to be, you know, growing. Well, yeah, we'll see yeah. over time. But yet, how come people get keep getting laid off if everything's so hunky dory? It's an interesting uh, thing to ask, Todd. I'm not sure that I have a clear answer on why we're seeing uh, all these companies with glowing financial results and uh, rocketing growth and sales and you know, all this stuff while course, at the same time they're, they're letting go half of their staff. And if you, you know, hear it, the news, the econo- be, you hear the economy is fantastic. Everyone's happy. I, I, I want to know what planet that information yeah, is this, coming from. I mean, I just wonder if this is really falling out from what Elon Musk did to Twitter when he took over, he just, you know, and all these other tech CEOs are saying, well, shoot, I, we don't need all these employees. Let's just get rid of them. We'll be more profitable. But, but Rob, record jobs growth and everything. So come on now. It's, uh, it's, Where's the beef? I know I just and, dated myself well, like 20 I, years. I know, but the, you know, here's the thing where. Uh, what is going on here? It, what is. I talk to people, you know, I'm in a, I'm in a predominantly small rural community that the like the average medium income in this county i think is thirty five thousand dollars a year Mm -hmm. that's the median income level so you think there's people below that and people above it if it's thirty five thousand that that's saying something right right people are struggling they are struggling you hear nothing about you know and i ask when i go when i go grocery shopping I asked, I asked the checkout ladies, what are you seeing? She said, she says, people are just cut down on everything. They get bare essentials. No, nothing special. No treats, nothing extra. They're mm-hmm. just getting the minimal amount of stuff they can buy to survive. Because cost of food and everything has been up so high. So I, you know, 
maybe the cities are doing good, but rural America, that's, I don't think it's, I don't think it's in good shape. Well, it's an interesting, um, perspective. I just looked at the ACAST financial results and it says for Q2, 2023 net sales grew 22% led by North America sales that were up 31%. Uh, so globally, they were at 22, 31 right here in the U.S. Of course, they didn't have a huge presence here in the U.S., so that makes a little bit of sense. Um, total listens increased 4%. The company uh, loss almost halved. So they've been continuing to lose money. So, oh, so they're lo- still losing so, money. Yeah, exactly. And it how, says here, it says, the company says it's on track to getting to profit how, how, in 2024. How, how, how can you lose money when you have that much revenue coming in? I don't understand it. Well, that's that. That's I guess that explains the the layoffs and the cutbacks. Right? Usually, that's how they're getting to profit but, is but by you, by eliminating staff. But usually, forty percent of your expenses is employees, right? So th- that how and that's the easiest to trim. At the end of the day, that's the that's that's the mechanism to get them to profit, and it looks like it's working. It's getting them to have profit in 2024. Keep, what are they keeping percentage-wise of those ad deals? They're keeping 20, 30%, I'm sure. At least 30. Yeah, that's like maybe, the industry minimum. Maybe, maybe 50%. So if, you're, if you've got, what did they say mm-hmm. their ad revenue was? Uh, it says American sales. Okay. What was total? Uh, U.S. sales were 8.4 and a half million. Or no, 84%. Or eighty four million. That was now what was their global? Uh it doesn't say in the post that I'm looking at what the global number is. Okay, so, US, so if they had eighty four million dollars in the United States. Just in the US. And they kept, let's say they kept at a minimum fifty percent of that. That's forty two million dollars. And you divide that by twelve. No, this is for a quarter, right? Or a year. Um, doesn't, uh, well, it, it does mention that's quarterly results. Okay. So think about that. All right. So 84 million, they kept 42. Let's, let's just say they took the max of 50%. That's 42 million divided by three months. And can't, they can't, they can't get profitability at $14 million of, of keep it money every month. Something is wrong. If I had $14 million a month of just advertising oh. revenue. Well, that's probably hosting and advertising, but yeah. But okay. They're hosting. Let's say that they're hosting. Their hosting's no more than their hosting's fifty, sixty thousand $60,000 a month. Maybe that's what their hosting costs. Okay. So another 40000 for for uh, ad delivery. Mm-hmm. Let's say no. Let's just say two fifty for hosting and ad delivery. They still come on. That's thirteen point seven five million dollars. You still have if you're keeping fifty percent, unless mm-hmm. they're working on smaller margins. I, I I don't I don't get it. How many people do they have? I don't know. I can't. Yeah. I what's their head count? Seen, so I don't know. I guess I've just I've just been used to running lean. You know. Run it really, really, really lean from a staffing standpoint. So it's, it's looking like they're 
their total company is 201 million for the quarter. Uh, yeah, it doesn't say it's annual. Even if it's annual, come on. That's, that's a hundred. It's actually a lot of revenue. That's a lot of revenue. revenue. And you're working on an ad business where you're just, it's, you just, it's pure profit because you're keeping a percentage of that ad revenue. Yeah. I mean, I hope that our, our, our numbers here, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at their statement, but okay. their statement is out of um, Sweden. So okay. it's so always kind of couched in this yeah, yeah, yeah. Swedish dollar versus so, the U S dollar. And it's back and well, forth. Well, you know, right. if you saw their full financials, which should be, if they're not, if they're listed on the sec, we just, we just have to go look at the, you can see their full financials on what they're, you know, where they're spending money. So it, yeah, it says that the operating loss uh, was 112 million. Dave says uh, 10,000 sats. You can get to unprofitable, you can get to unprofitable extreme revenue by perpetually undercutting competitors on price, which is unsustainable. That is true. Absolutely true. Sure. sure. You can do that. Yeah. You, you can, you can, you can cut your prices so low that you just lose and burn money and hope for the best and thinking right. you're going to kill your competitors. Well, you know, I, I look yeah. at my own business. We do not spend more than we take in. Yeah. It says gross margin for the quarter was, um, 30%. Said the, that's, that's, that's huge. That's business yeah. would die for 30% margin. It, but it says the second quarter of 2022 was negatively affected by one-off costs linked to certain podcast agreements. Yeah. So basically they had to pay their way out to get out Which of deals. They signed a big, big, a big, big contract with, uh, President Barack Obama and oh, Michigan. so those are the ones they had to get out of. They had to they had to write write the check. So I, you know, I, guess. I I don't know. I I've always looked at, you know, we 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 build a little bit of a nest egg, you know, and it's it's not this like this extreme amount of money, but yeah. um, well, you get, you got to plan for a rainy day. Companies are complicated. It's, yeah, I I guess so. It's not always easy to pull it apart and really have a you know, clear if, picture if it's, of what's, if it's an American, what's going on. If, if it's, if they're on the, they have to file whatever that K thing is. We just have to look, but I thought they were SEC or something like not was about ready to delist them or something. I, maybe I'm wrong. I had heard that too, that, that it dropped below a dollar per share. It yeah. doesn't say what the share price is here yeah, that I'm so. looking at. But anyway, I, I just, it's one of those deals where. You know, it, we, I've seen tough times, you know, 2008. Yeah. You know, we came through 2008 pretty clean. It was pretty lucky in 2008. But it, does, but it does seem like the industry is weathering the storm fairly yeah. well, but there's, you know, there's continuing consolidations. Sure. I think that there's been some listening platforms that have kind of faded away that I've kind of noticed. Um, you know, so there is a consolidation of power to some degree going on in the podcasting space right now. Right. Well, so, but that's, I guess that's what happens over time. 
it's just a complicated industry now because it's much more global than it's never than it's ever been. Yeah. Um, and it's hard to get a clear picture on, you know, especially when these companies are coming from Europe and they're interfacing with, with the U S and blending their, their, their sales results. It's, you know, I know well, ACAS has a pretty strong presence and, in Europe and outside of the U S and some so of those just, countries have extremely right. liberal leave policies and well, you know, so outside of the U.S., the advertising market's still, you know, very immature. It's you know three or four years behind the, uh, the you U.S. Think, you think so? Well, I that's always been the talk. I think it's been catching up very quickly. Um, I think if you're looking out across the the world. It's it's had the opportunity to learn from things that have happened in the U.S. to some degree and maybe is fast forwarding through it, um, you know, a little faster. Well, I think, but I think it is, I mean, I've always heard that the, that the CPMs are a little bit less outside of the U S especially on, on, on programmatic. And I'm, I still remain pretty happy with our programmatic. Yeah. Some shows are doing really, really, really well. So are you pumping a lot of ads into shows outside of the U S as well? It's I mean, pe- people, ones that are being heard in other countries around the world well, are they running you, local ads. You know, some some countries better than others. Yeah, you, know, you look at okay. like the top six or seven, they do okay. But you get outside of those countries, like do, Canada you know, and UK and Brazil and those UK, yeah, right. those are those do okay. But you get beyond that, it's uh, yeah. it's challenging. Yeah, for sure, but. Yeah, it's a it's definitely a global a global space and Yeah, so how do you think uh podcast movement's going to be this time? Do you do you think it's going to be, you know, packed house? <clears throat> we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I really I have no no expectation of numbers or you know, if the hotel sold out, that's a that's usually a pretty good sign. It's going to be pretty big because most of the, besides podcast was, did pretty well last the spring, but there's really been very little regional stuff that's been going on. So, you know, I think that, uh, you know, you see some of these small ones, you're going to go up and hang out with, uh, Joe, um, on the East coast and Philly. Uh, Are you going down to, to the indie, um, Podfest or whatever to the indie podcast to the no I, I have podcon not, sorry I have yeah. not gotten invite to go to podcon so um you know unless they want us to come and speak or something it's we're you know we're being careful on events you know this is, there has to be a there has to be a significant return on on the investment of going and being at these events and and being there trade shows are not what they used to be. I think there's really a massive investment that's been made by many of the hosts in kind of more online marketing. Yeah. yeah and have shifted dollars away from events yeah. and driven them more into yeah, you know, sponsored link campaigns, creating content and and yeah, uh, you, you YouTube look, and Facebook and you, LinkedIn. you look at the budget that Buzzsprout, Podbean, Libsyn and others are spending on SEM, they they could probably have the biggest conference in the space by the amount of money that they're spending on 
on on on SEM right now. So well, they wouldn't be doing it if it didn't work. So to some degree, um, so that's that's the thing. And I know Lipson really shifted dramatically um, to to creating a lot more online video content. Yep, and. I think that's a huge shift in the industry just in general is back towards video again. You know, I know both of us are very kind of um, old school when it comes to realizing that video has really always been a big part of podcasting, but it, it just feels like it's, we're in a different age now and TikTok and what's going on with X now is, is going to be interesting to see if that unfolds and X turns into another podcast consumption platform. Again, it goes, comes full circle. I don't know. Um, yeah, we'll see, but we'll see. Yeah. If you're spending $40,000 a month per company on SEM, you know, it's just, you're just battling with one another. Uh, the price (laughs) continues to go up. So, you know, that, that's, that's a big number. That's a, I think it even got, I think it even got got to a point where competitors were buying their competitors' names. Oh yeah, they still they still do. <laughs> right. They still do. And and to right. and to basically buy against that, that's that's ten thousand a month to buy against that. Right. Um, and you're basically getting the number one placement on a search for your competitor. So, right. 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 Which and is it, I don't know if it's the most ethical thing to do, but Well, that's you know, that's doing business. That's you know. There's no, there's no, there's no rules in business. Google wins on that one. Yes, they do. And they, and you know, they're, they're very much wanting to help you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They call you and say, Hey, we'd love to work with you. And, uh, you know, all your competitors names. Yeah. And they they do it. They do an analysis for you. And they said, well, you come in with this six digit figure every month. Uh, you know, we can, we can, we can help you. Todd, did you know that you can you can now record your podcast at Podcast Movement? Oh, about wow. Okay. Well, wow. are they going to have a booth again? I I oh, as far as a recording booth, yeah. I I don't know about that. I just saw it in the headlines here. And did you did you sign up for the the Brain Date? No, I have not. Um, event that's going on where you can kind of set up your own little kind of like uh, group table discussion. Mm-mm. No, did you? Uh, yeah, I signed up for one. So I didn't even pay attention. I didn't even know they were doing that. Got an email from Dan and Jared saying, "Why don't you go in and sign up for a brain date?" So I went and signed up for a brain date. It's on the twenty second at one thirty p.m. in the in the brain date lounge. Oh, okay. Well, should be so fun. We'll so, are you getting anybody signed up to sit at your table? I've got a couple people already, so um, well, make sure you, know, you make sure you hand out some uh, blueberry flyers and uh, and uh, just kidding. Yep. <laughs> Why not? Sure. I'm a free. I'm I'm a free agent now. I can. That's right. I can fly. I can fly the flyers. Everywhere. Yeah, you, you need to get signed up for our affiliate program before you right. go, and uh, right. you know, get your get your promo code so you can earn from those referrals. That's right. So I can host, host another one of my podcasts. I can just host it on blueberry. Cause I have, yeah. I, I can just scatter all my shows around to all the hosts and it keeps everybody happy. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I just need to start, uh, you know, enough podcasts. Yeah. Like to, you'd have enough time to do 10 podcasts. Right. 
I do feel like I'm on that track right now. So yeah. well, I, I see what you're doing. I, you know, I'm glad, uh, you know, you got all this extra time. So, uh, I got all sorts of this extra time. Yeah, right? Absolutely. It, it's called, it's called complexity now. So that's the problem. Yeah. 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 You need a AI to help you with your schedule. It's what you need now. <laughs> I'm, I've been on the hunt for a AI assistant for, for a long time. Oh, I really? I haven't found a good one yet. Well, there, there's a, you need, you need, I'm sure Scoble's getting you hooked up with all the different newsletters oh, yeah. that are good. Oh yeah. So. Well, I'm, I'm still looking, you know, I know he, he points me in certain different directions too sometimes. So, so, so I'm, I'm starting to create some, some 360 degree video content, you know, for his, his, uh, platform that he's building too. He's creating a new show called unaligned. Right. Um, so we're, I'm doing some stuff with him. So, so, so a couple of things, a podcast award slate was announced. I don't know if anybody went and looked at that, but, uh, we announced the yeah. slate on Monday and, um, this is definitely awards time of the year. Yeah, right? Everybody's yeah, it is. got to get in and get their show submitted. There was something else I was going to tell you. It just slipped my mind. Oh, and there's mm -hmm. morning yoga too, Todd. So if you want uh, to do that, a podcast movement too. No, it's... no yoga for me. <laughs> the um, and then and then an unofficial meetup so you can do that too well so. the unofficial meetup will be at the bar <laughs> that's yeah that's where you know that's where the real work gets done anyway i'm going to try and set up a couple of unofficial meetups too so the um and we hosted a, a beer thing at the booth so we'll have a uh, beer being drawn and pints being well, given away that's going out the same time as the new media show. I know isn't it? that's, that's part of the reason why I only want to do the show for, you know, the time that we've, yeah, it's going on the same exact four, time. I think four fifteen to five fifteen yeah. on the, what on the 20 yeah. third, 20, whatever day it is. Yeah. Right. So that will be a interesting, uh, interesting time, but you know, it just, it is what it is. People will be wandering yeah. around talking to everybody. Well, Todd, I'm going to, I'm going to be bringing, uh, with me a couple of video cameras. So hopefully we can, we can at least record the video out of that. Yeah, um, that, that'd be fine. Yeah. That, that new media session that we're doing there. Yeah. Bring it. I don't know that it'll be live, but I'm going to, I'm going to try and do live. So hopefully okay. we, we can pull that together again. And then I have a 360 degree video camera I'm going to set up, um, also, All so right. we, we can capture the audience. You ever, you well ever edited us. a 360 video? I do it all the time, Todd. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I have the camera back here, back here behind me, but I've been, that's, I've been doing some, some talks with, um, AI founders, mm -hmm. um, using this. So I'll put it between us or right. off to the side of us a little bit. Yeah. And then I have a couple of wireless microphones. Nice. Uh, I'll put on them and me and then. We just start doing the interview with this thing, capturing everything 360 up and down yep. all the way around us. And then I get into the software and I point to various uh, places in the 6K video that comes out of this thing. Gotcha. Um, so it, it creates like a two camera shoot, but it does. Well, I officially sold the domain today. Oh. Uh, the the what money domain was that? Geek.live is what I sold. Geek.live. Hmm. Yep. Why so, would you sell that? Someone made me an offer I couldn't refuse. Oh, 
This is one of those situations. One of your your paydays for the squatting. Yes. Exercise. It wasn't squatted. Okay. It was pointed at geeknesscentral.com. It was, okay. was pointed at live.geeknesscentral.com. But uh, yeah. Like, I don't have a stockpile of domain names anymore. I th- used to. But. 332 now for me instead of 333. Wow. So that's a big, uh, that's a big renewal bill. Every yeah. Year. And it's, and it's, and, uh, and I have some of those new top, I, I, I got a whole bunch of really good top level domains. So mm-hmm. um, I, I was You're actually auction them off. Huh? I was, I didn't mention it on the show, but podcastingnews.com went up for sale and I'd been waiting for that domain to go on sale for 10 years. I think I own pod, was it podcaster news? I think I, I, I own podcaster I own, I own news pod, at one point. Yeah. I own podcaster news. I've had that from the beginning. You did? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. I was so, thinking of something else. So I wanted pod, mobile, mobile caster. That's, um, that's, that's what I own. So I wanted right? podcastingnews.com and they, the, the last I've heard, well, I can't, I don't know if I can legally say the, there's still bidding going on for it. I think there's two people bidding for it. That's my prediction. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I'm pretty much for sure one of the persons, but I have a feeling I knew who the second one is, but I made my offer and I, I offered five grand. And, um, that was what I was willing to pay for it. And, uh, they wanted significantly, well, more, let's just put it that way. And, uh, but my ace in the hole is I own podcast.news. Mm. So does it really matter have podcasting news when I have podcast.news as a domain name? Mm-hmm. So, um, so Todd, this um, Gaylord Rockies Hotel that podcast movie is going to be held. It looks like quite a quite a facility. It's yep. going to be in, it's going to be another one of those gigantic hotels. Yeah, it's just like the one in Nashville, but everything will be running because COVID's over. <laughs> we'll be able to get food this time. Well, it's probably more like probably Orlando. Uh, <clears throat> I think it's more like Nashville to be honest with you, because we stayed at the Gaylord was what we stayed at in Nashville. Wasn't yeah, it? but it doesn't have an atrium around it. It's it's all you know like ski chalet type oh. design buildings, so it doesn't have a big massive atrium. Though there's probably a little bit of atrium in there. Yeah, but um, yeah, it'll be a it's a different different part of the country that we've ever done a podcast move, movement before. So so, so if if someone wants podcast dot news, don't eat me, James Cridland. They can make me a very big offer. <laughs> that's the last thing james needs is another domain name you know that he had you know some pretty significant uh outages of his of his little platform that he has oh really a couple of days yeah oh what and happened i don't say? know what happened he just had had a bunch of his tools kind of go down on him because oh, that's painful he tried to automate a lot of that stuff with pod news yeah and I know he's working on a couple of new projects that he's trying to, he hasn't rolled them out yet, but he's, um, yeah. So he's had a little technical challenge over but, the last couple you know, of days. But, you know, so you had sound profitable go daily. Pod news is daily. Well, that's a whole other conversation about what's going on between them, you know, pod news and, um, there's nothing going on. Between sounds them. profitable. There's nothing going on between them. 
well, other than competitiveness. Right, right. (laughs) (laughs) Considering Sounds Profitable just launched uh, a daily podcast and a uh, weekly podcast and a newsletter. and Oh, so their podcast went daily too? Yeah. Oh, man. Tom's 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 doing a daily podcast, just hey, like hey Tom, James is. hey, hey uh, here, Tom, 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 Tom. Don't eat me, Tom Webster. <laughs> so here, here's the thing, my friend. I hope you have a production team. <laughs> oh, Tom actually mentioned in YouTube late earlier. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> Must. Oh. <laughs> but anyway, um, the uh, daily. The only person that I. The longest I've ever seen anyone last doing a daily show. I think four days a week to be accurate, I think. Is okay, that's is. that's okay. I know someone was five. He went three and a half. Well, James is five. Well, there's only one person I knew that has been able to survive daily. That survived daily. The longest he went was three and a half years. So yeah, but there's, there's plenty of radio talent that does five days a week. But, um, <laughs> but yeah. No, I know what you're saying, Todd. It's... It's, it's grueling, but I guess as Tom wrote in his post, he's got, uh, you know, with all the extra time he has now, he can, he can podcast okay. every day. That's hard. <laughs> that's hard. Four days a week. Well, that's you, still, now if you can record, if you're, re, if you're reporting the news, then you're married to us like milk and the cow. So well, it is if, right. It, and it, that's, a, <laughs> yeah. so it's the newsletter is oh, the, oh, just like with James, oh, right? Oh, it's, wow. it's the newsletter is the focus. And all this is derivative content oh, from the newsletter. Good, right? uh, more power to you. Oh. But the weekly podcast from James has really turned into being kind of a little bit different. Yeah, probably more competitive to what we do. <laughs> but but in some ways, not even competitive to what we do because no, because we don't have a, about we don't anything. Have, we don't right? have a lot of guests, you know, and we don't have well, a, and we don't. Uh, we're not very structured yet. <laughs> I was a guest host co-host with James on that show. Um, just yeah. a, a few weeks ago. And so that show is much more regimented than this one is. Yeah. I mean, we just don't have any kind of outline or pre-planning or whatever. We just kind of make it up as we go along. And as I've heard before, it's like, yes. And it sounds like it. <laughs> so Tom, Tom says, gee, thanks for the vote of confidence. No, I'm just worried about your health, my friend. No, honestly, because oh, I think you'll be fine. I, oh, I know, but four days a week is a lot. It's a lot. It's it's a grind. Yeah, but I don't know that I've heard how long the episode is either. Well, I don't you know, know that he's doing like an but hour. There's, there's every still day or there's something. still an X amount of production that has to be done. You know, you're still you're going to be an hour or two unless you got help. If you got help, then well, you know, if you record the show and you're gone, then good. You know, that's that's. I mean, Tom is a pretty talented presenter. Oh, so, I understand uh, that, but I mean, he again, might be able to pull it off, but again, it would be I'm, like I'm, a single take type of situation. Oh, I know it'll be a single take and he's going to pull it off, but I'm just saying right. every day is hard. It is but, because I mean, you, I mean, you, I mean, I've been with James when he's travels and he does his shows before we traveled on the same airplane before and, and he'll get off the airplane in some far away, you know, city and some airport somewhere and in have some to go place record. In, in Europe and he'll sit down at a coffee shop and he'll hold up his little microphone and say on pod news today, you know, I've (laughs) sat there right next to him as he's done this. So he's, he's actually, you know, doing that wherever he goes. And that's kind of what Tom's going to have to do. If Tom wants to travel, 
So, I know Mike Dell just sent us uh, 3,303 sets. And I know a podcaster does two a day, seven days a week for the last five years. Wow. 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 Yeah. So uh, Tom said, Tom might be able to pull it off. And, and, and basically, we're going to add that. Rob Greenley. We will add that to our testimonials. <laughs> awesome. You know, I think here's the key. Awesome. If you ever want to co-host Tom, I'm happy to come on here, and here's the key riff with, with you. Be honest with you. Here's the key. I was diehard doing two shows a week, no matter where I was at, no matter anything. I, for five years, I did two shows a week, come higher hell water. I didn't miss that. Except when my dad died. So, yeah. The, I got to a point where I said, that's enough. And so I would just, my only advice, Tom, is if you don't feel it, don't be afraid to say, we're not doing a show today. Um, Because sometimes you just, you just can. And if you build that expectation in the audience, we're going to try to do four days a week. But if I miss one, don't hate on me. Um, I think that's a better strategy long-term. Because stuff comes up. Well, it is true too that if you build a fan base for the show, they are going to hate you for not doing that. Well, I, but 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 my audience did. They would like right. when I miss a show. Where right. are you? I didn't get you know, five hundred emails. Like what, what happened? Did you get hit by a car? Yeah. Did you fall off a truck? Right. Or you know. So hit by a beer truck. So then I built into the audience right. said, "Hey, if 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 I'm not feeling good, if I've got a cold or whatever, I'm gonna I'm not gonna do the show if I'm not if I don't have the energy." Um, so, well, it's like what happens to this show sometimes. I mean, yeah. we just, you know, we just drop out. It's only been recently that I've been trying to do a couple solo shows. That's fine. Without keep, you when it, you're it, traveling. That keeps the numbers up. Yep. Keeps people engaged. Don't, they don't go find something else. So. Yeah. As long as I don't turn into a big commercial or something. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They accuse you of being a big commercial for twit. <laughs> for twit. <laughs> Right. So, you know, as long as I can get in here and contribute in a positive way, I will. Right. So yeah. if you're on the road, you know, stream yard to the rescue, you know, um, we'll come in and save the day. And so, so, and we will keep this, this boat flowing. The problem is that now I've got more shows to listen to. I don't, the late reason I don't like dailies is because it, it's certain shows I have to listen to every episode. And now... <laughs> It's just going to add to more of the stuff that I'm going to be behind listening on. Yeah. Yeah. There's one, there's, there's a, there's a show now that comes out every Monday. I, I am, I'm waiting for it to drop. As soon as it drops, I'm play. I, it's one of those shows now. It's, it's a new show that I'm listening to that I do not miss. So is it about AI? Yeah. It's called Macon. M-A-I-C-O-N. Okay. Yeah. And I've heard of a couple of new AI it, shows that the, are popping up. These, these guys are one not to miss. Yeah. It's so, called Acon? Macon. M-A-I-C-O-N. Yeah. Macon. Okay. The marketing AI show. It's definitely. And certainly Robert Scoble is a good one to follow too at, at, at Scobalizer. He's mean, talking about a lot of different tools and stuff too. This is more. Well, he, yeah. I mean, he talks, I mean, he shares kind of insights into yeah. cutting edge yeah. AI and AR and 
augmented reality type of experiences. And, <laughs> Tom yeah. says, try doing radio guys. Jeez, you guys like talk like we're breaking rocks here. No, well, usually if you're doing radio, I know usually those you have radio, a, radio guys have do like three hours yeah, every but you, day, but they right? have a team. Well, they're not solo. And I'm not saying Tom's solo, but usually they have a team. They have a production team. Right. You know, well, if you look at the big, uh, you know, the top five, talk podcasters radio guys out there they they have whole production teams yeah behind. yeah they got people right. they're working all day long on the what's going to happen on the next day show gathering like, stories yeah, yeah, and yeah. getting those those kind of they have their, especially if they're doing video stuff they have right? their talking doing live yeah they have right. their talking sheets and yeah all that stuff so you know they it it's that's big money well, and their promos they have to do, and then sure. they want to display sure. like screenshots behind them and things like that. You know, it takes coordination to yeah. pull that stuff off, and it, sometimes it takes a team. I mean, that's what StreamYard tries to do is they try and you know give you the tools to do the same thing that little big talkers do. Yeah, Beauty but, Bible says I have recorded thirty days straight, sixteen different times, total fail. <laughs> so what is that's called? Uh, what is that event when they do that thirty days in a row? It's um. I think Jessica was the one that came up with it. What is the, oh, there's a word for it. Hmm. It'll come to me. Maybe beauty bubble will help me. It's when you basically, they have a month where people say create an episode every, every day of the month. Right. And just try and see what happens. Yeah. I think too, is what happens. Um, you know, what I saw with my tech show, of course it's different. I tried to go to three days a week once is there was not enough time in between episodes. So, like the Monday episode would do good. The Wednesday episode would do okay. And the Friday episode bombed. So right. doing a Monday episode and a Thursday episode kind of covered me and it. I didn't get this like, like, you know, the Monday episode not, didn't have the staircase thing going on. You may not have enough time between the episodes to, to, to really gather up right. uh, topics. And they did. Well, I had no problem with topics. The problem was, cause I could do a daily show if I was, could. didn't have nothing else to do. But the, the challenge really was, is because the way the audience consumed the content, they didn't get mm. through the entire show before the next one hit. Mm. And so they weren't listening all the way through. They would listen to three quarters of the episode or half of it. And then they would bounce to the next yeah. one. Yeah. I yeah, unless you do shorter content. Right, 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 right. right. Uh, she said Vita is one. Vlogmas is another. Beauty Bubble Rants is another. Oh, no, but what is the one-month event? It's a, There's actually an event where people record for a whole month. I, I can't remember what it's called. Uh, I can't remember. Yeah, but it's, it's a strange name. Someone's going to be uh, listening later and send me an email what it is. Uh, oh, yeah, Na Pod Pomo. Mike helped me out in uh, Facebook chat. Na Pod Pomo is the one they do that every year where they do 30 days. And hi, Baina. Thanks for saying hello. And uh, yeah, so we had a good crowd online today. We're, we're close to the end, Mike. My yeah. Mike, Rob. Hi, Mike. <laughs> You're confusing me with uh, Mr. Mike Dell. Yeah. So, right. hey, we want to thank those of you that have been uh, boosting the show today. Uh, Dave, primarily Dave and Steve, and uh, thanks for uh, thanks for the boost. And they're doing that through a modern podcast app at podcastapps.com. Using podcast. That's app. right, a modern, not a legacy podcast app, a modern mm-hmm. podcast app. And uh, you can pick one of those up over at podcastapps.com if you want to be involved in the value for value thing, just like we've done during this show. We've had comments come in. 
live and lit. And we've been live and lit this whole show. So consider that. Matter of fact, if you do, if you do, I, I made this offer on Geek News Central as well. If you try a new podcast app, I will send, and you send me your lightning address, send me an email to Todd at Blueberry.com. I will send you some Satoshis to use to try. I will give you some, I'll, I'll send you over some free so that you can uh, play with this technology. And uh, so again, uh, grab yourself a new podcast app, whether it be Fountain, Podverse, uh, those are the I think two. that's how we're going to have to grow this, Todd, because I think it's too hard for people to buy Bitcoin. It's not hard. <clears throat> Three minutes. I found it hard because they wouldn't accept my my cards. No, that's weird. I've used my debit card. I've used Apple Pay. No issue whatsoever. What app? It, it's well, it's Albi. Um, but buying through there. Yeah, don't do use use platform. use the app. Use whatever fountain or whatever app you're using to buy the Bitcoin. That's the way to buy the Satoshis. That's the way to do it. I don't. Well, it's the bank wouldn't clear the transaction. Well, that's I, the problem. Again, don't buy through <clears throat> Albi. Buy through Fountain or buy through the app to get the the Sats in the app. Don't buy on Albi. Set your wallet up on Albi, but don't buy Sats on Albi. I've never had an issue, and I re. I replenish on a regular basis. So, yeah, I mean, it is more likely to get a complete transaction on a on a debit card. Yeah, debit card for sure. Debit but it's card. only like a thirty percent. I mean, it actually says right on the website. It says you know using a <clears throat> traditional credit card to buy buy Bitcoin is well, they don't maybe, they, maybe declined. They don't. And, yeah, they don't. And, they don't allow you to debit buy. card. Yeah, but a debit card has a thirty percent higher chance of clearing. They don't. They don't let you buy money orders with a credit card, so it's the same type of thing. No, but they their process allows you to submit it and yeah. put it into the system and get the submission purchase. Yeah, I would only use a debit card or Apple Pay, right. one or the other. Yeah. So it's a little bit of a glitch, but if you can um, set up a a wallet mm -hmm. and then be able to get satoshis from someone else sent into your wallet, then you can start accumulating Satoshis well, in there without having to go out outside and buying on the well, open market. I'm not going to send you a hundred thousand. I'm going to send you some to play around with it. Well, I've got 1200 and I'm, I'm open now. So, okay, you okay. know, it, it, it got me open because I, I went in and participated in the, um, the, um, app that, uh, okay. Um, that pays you. Sam was yeah you know, involved in 12. Right. 1200 uh that's it's okay that's nothing. <laughs> no it's nothing. nothing i'm sitting in uh, a balance of 3.1 million so <laughs> right it's it's like yeah. 26 cents or right, something right 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 crazy like that right right but so, you know we'll, we'll, I'm not even buying a, a a stick of gum so <laughs> we will we will redistribute the wealth here a little bit we will we want you guys to try this so podcastapps.com and let me know what you're fountain addresses and then you know again please have an app so that we can you know that you can use these effectively <laughs> right sean says todd will bribe you to try out podcasting 2.0 it's actually what it's going to take is for people to test it and see what's like i think you know uh yeah you know, we, you know we want we want people to see what this is you know and and boost another show don't boost right. this one boost another show that's doing podcasting 2.0 and and see the reaction that audience uh, that that host gets. So it's just like chat, right? Or better, right? Because you're giving right. value back. <laughs> but if you want to donate yeah. your time, 
your talent or your treasure, let us know. Rob and I can always use extra hands over here for promoting the show. So, all right, uh, Rob, let's get yeah, out If of you here. ever want to make us a new jingle, if you're tired of us uh, saying, you know, uh, we're going live, we're going live. <laughs> um, if you're tired of it and want something new, we're, we're all here. So yeah, I've got a whole bunch of different ones to play, but one of them's close to being copyright. Uh, so I have to be careful on playing that one, especially when we're live like this, because I think it'll, it uses a, it uses a bed that it's a little sketchy. So, yeah. Um, I'm Todd at blueberry.com at geek news on Twitter at geek news at geek news dot chat on Mastodon or actually X or whatever we're calling Twitter now. Um, feel free to send me an email, Rob. It's definitely X. Uh, you can find me on X at Rob Greenlee and, uh, Rob Greenlee.com trust factor, um, is the name of my podcast. And I do a bunch of stuff on YouTube nowadays and doing a bunch of stuff with Streamyard. I did a couple of their channel shows over the last couple of days and they're launching a new podcast. So I don't know if anybody knows about that yet. I probably shouldn't have said anything, but oh. they're, they're starting one eventually here. Is it actually um, going to be there. a podcast or is it going to be a, a YouTube channel? Well, it's going to be <laughs> video and audio. Oh, okay, so, good. So they're going to do this converged strategy, which is what I've been a proponent of for a while now. So of trying to do both um, and put those both out. Have them come host with us. Appropriate places. Have them come host with us. They can have a true video podcast too. Right. That's true. It's true. I'll have to talk to him about that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, everyone. Uh, well, yes, we will be back here next week for another show. So I, I think we're still good. This is uh, August 9th. So I believe we'll, uh, yeah, we'll be, we'll yeah, still be so here. Just uh, one more show and then we'll be doing live on stage at podcast movement. Yes, indeed. We'll see if we can get the recording this time. All right, everyone, thanks for being here. We'll see you next time here. And uh, thanks for hanging out with us today. Tom, Beauty Bubble, Vaina, Mike, those of you in chat, thanks for being here. And uh, But anyway, we'll see you next time here on the New Me Show. Take care. Oh, what are you going to say, Rob? Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say I sent you my Albie link oh, in okay. the text chat. All right, then I can put you in the split. You can be an official split on the show. We can start building your, uh, your stats. All right, everyone. All right. We'll see you next time. Take care. Okay. Bye.